0: Come to Mundo!
1: Welcome to the Mute All Chat Podcast. I am your host, Flapjack Bill, and Kraken died again. So it's going to be me and Proxy Jack tonight. We're here to talk mad shit about League, help the low elo plebs like our former selves climb, and generally entertain you. This is a safe space for feeders and scrubs. Now, Mute All, and let's invade Red. Proxy, my man, my my savior, (sighs) Uh, how's Ranked?
2: it's actually doing better I don't get a lot of time to play now because of classes and work and working out for so I it's been a struggle but hey I made it to gold three finally I got back into promos for the fourth time from gold four to gold three and got through it this time
1: hey I'm proud of you look at so you go
2: maybe I'll hit platinum let's let's hope then I can get all these people to stop being like oh look at you level or you're you've played this many games and you're still stuck in gold god that it 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 annoys me but anyways how are you doing
1: huh um well i because (laughs) because i'm so i i work from like 10 a.m to 8 p.m most days and when i'm not doing that i'm streaming on you know my twitch stream with my wife and when we're not doing that we're trying to hang out as much as possible so because we never see each other obviously uh that's what being married is all about you never see your wife ever um (laughs) good luck to you in that endeavor by the way uh yeah but uh (laughs) the uh the ranked grind uh is interesting um i got into how many days ago was it i got into the uh the um, promos for Silver 2 and I like must have not been paying attention cause I picked Talon and just sauced on this huh. team or maybe I don't, I don't remember which games it were but I, I went 1-1 one and, one and then like the next day I came back and like won my last game and like I had forgotten I was in promos and just got out, so now I'm in silver 2. And the uh, I'm playing what looks like one ranked game a day for about a week straight. And like this past week has just been interesting. I played a LeBlanc game that went fine. It wasn't like a standout game. I played a uh, the the. The autofill fucked me here. Because I queue I mid-jungle because probably like 80% of the time I'll get mid. And at 10.4, I have no idea what's good in the jungle. And two games straight, mm. it gave me jungle. And one thing I know is no matter what, Set is a good champion. So the first game I got jungle this week, I picked Set. And we bounced back and forth a little bit, but ultimately we came out with the W because uh, I played my little heart out and my ADC just popped the hell off, which is awesome. Uh, our to- our nice. top laners sucked fat balls, though, so that was rough. We had to deal with that. Uh, and then the, the very next game, the next day, I I think it was like, I played the set game at like 11 o'clock and then it ticked over to midnight. And I played the next game. And it gave me jungle again. And I was like come the fuck on. And so I was like okay. I was seeing what they were picking. I saw them pick Master Yi. And I was like oh I'll pick Echo. Because they have gankable lanes. For Echo. Uh, Started out pretty okay. I handed first blood to my mid laner. Who is Fizz. Uh, Turns out of the of my team, which included two bronze players, uh, he was the fucking worst. So, <laughs> I'm furious. He had the most kills, but he played like a fucking bot. Uh, I'm furious <laughs> that League did not let any silver one too. It made me so mad. Uh, I was f- furious that the game didn't give me mid for that game. It just drove me nuts. Uh, yeah. Not a lot I could do after he started feeding and our bot lane just got abused. Like, it was... It was my my bot lane was Nami Lucian and they just got ran the hell over by Bard Caitlin. So <laughs> literally that Literally the next game though, I get autofilled to ADC and I'm like, I'll play Aphilios. And then my fucking mid laner bans Aphilios, and so I'm like, well. I can play Ezreal, because he's a caster, and I know what the saucy build on him right now is, so I went for that, and I got a Nami, so I was like, ooh, it'll just be like what I'm doing with Kraken, but no, it was not like when I duo with Kraken, because this Nami wasn't good, and, man, we got, we got kind of ran the hell over by a Thresh Lucian lane, Been have a lot of the Lucian lately, he's really good.
2: Yeah, yeah. Which kind of goes into one of our topics today, but I don't know when you want to do that because it looks like we got some uh pod or uh, some. uh Oh, I guess we're not doing live on the Rift today, really.
1: No, but I do um, want to talk about it because it's a thing that we're gonna do because I think it's gonna be funny as hell, and so I won't. <laughs> I won't share too many details other than the name, but beyond the listen for. A small segment which I will introduce at random points during episodes in the future uh, Called live from the rift uh, out- Outside of that yeah. in the future uh, what we are looking at doing as as our little merry three-man band is uh, We're gonna do uh, a five episode or more series uh, where we look really closely at the individual roles, because the three of us, we all have a different main role, we all have a different off role. So I think it'll be very interesting to get outside opinions on certain roles, as well as the roles of people who, or the the opinions of people who main the roles. So like, we'll do a mid lane episode, we'll do a top lane episode. That one will be the spiciest because none of us main top, and I don't think any of us actually have top as a as a secondary either. <laughs> uh,
2: I played a little top. It's kind of like dependent on what's like good and what I'm feeling. It's like I mean top can be fun at times or I just I want to troll around like singed or teemo. Right.
1: Yeah, so that that that's going to be something that we're going to start when Kraken comes back from the dead. Um that that poor guy, he's uh man he is a, busy a, with life. He's a very busy boy. He's trying to get into grad school for film writing, and he's a full. He's got a full time job now. And dang, yeah, he's a he's a genius with scripts. I'll tell you what. Ever since I met him in twenty thirteen, he every script idea he's ever pitched me is just brilliant. Uh, huh. But we'll save that for another day when we don't have anything like during the off season to talk <laughs> about. Uh, so. Today we're uh, we're going to talk about a topic that the, the lovely the lovely darling proxy introduced to me uh, not 15 minutes ago when I asked him what we <laughs> wanted to talk about when we record tonight. Uh, so I'll let you go ahead and take the reins on this, and I'll just comment or uh, provide commentary for you.
2: Yeah, I, the big thing like right now that I've realized that I really like doing and what really helps me climb is so you can do one of two things: you can either focus on mastering a champion which you could be like any bot like that's probably the greatest example i know Annie pretty much doesn't really really fall off um she's pretty much always got some kind of meta build and can help you out so you can always look at like something like that where you can just abuse it and get your way to somewhere so you master the champion and Mm. just hope that they don't fall off or you can abuse what's strong learn the role and then take that and apply it to champions that come out that are strong for your role or uh, whoever's strong in your role. So you can like look at OP.GG, League of Graphs, uh, Blitz.GG and figure out what they say is good, what's bad, why you may not want to try this or what like maybe the Koreans are cheesing with and see if you can try it out. So like, if you want to climb, that's something you have to kind of pay attention to. It's, little bit more work it's a little bit more detail but it's like if you want to get up there you're gonna have to put in the work right
1: that's uh (laughs) in terms of the uh the one shrinking a champion i think that's actually probably the uh i think it's the number one way to sort of smash your way through from like if you want to get from bronze to gold in a season i think that is absolutely the way to do it pick two champions and then pick one of those two champions and just only play that. And then if that gets banned for some reason, play your other one. Like mm-hmm. don't and don't pick two champions that are exceptionally different. Like if you're if you're going to do mid like me, right? Don't pick say Anivia as your first champion and then oh, I don't know, maybe something else that I play like Talon. Those are two exceptionally different champions who have exceptionally different play patterns and super different Mm -hmm. win conditions. And you need to have at least a a pretty substantial understanding of the game as well as situational awareness in the game to really push the boundaries on playing both of those champions. And to do them both well is going to take more time than I think a lot of people Mm -hmm. are willing to commit. For me, it's different yeah. because I've been playing Anivia for four years. So it's it's a little easier for me to pick up something like Talon and be like, ah, oh, this is new, whereas I'm still going to have the skill set that I've built up on Anivia.
2: Mm-hmm. And uh, again, it's pretty much that, that thing where you just have to go back to like, I'm good at this champion. I feel like she's strong right now. I can definitely start you know, moving up the ranks with her. Um, Because Anivia is one of those ones where it's like If games are going late Then she's probably going to be a really good pick If you can get that game going late It's like Mm. Why wouldn't you do Anivia? Because even if you're losing You just start clearing waves As long as you can keep the game going You're going to get rolling
1: Yup And Anivia with Four or five items is actually insane and it's really hard to fight a control mage that has that much health as well as you know just instant crowd control super big burst damage off the back of that crowd control and delay tactics as well That she's... backup passive mm-hmm she's a really a really versatile champion that can do a lot which is why it's like she's a really good champion to pick up but you need to put in 40 games i think before you really hit like the next level of play on it
0: Mm -hmm.
2: and like the one thing that i will never forget is seeing like someone that had they're probably up to like three to four billion um by now three to four billion uh champion mastery on soraka that game was like a total stump. We were going to win. It was we had all three inhibs down and then it hit like the 35 minute mark and that's when Soraka just was finally getting items and that's when like Soraka was the reason we could not win. Even with like uh Mirella, Namicon and all that kind of stuff, it was just like she's she's just too much. We can't couldn't do anything with her. So, um she was a one trick. That's all she played and it was scary trying to play against that. Suck.
1: Yeah, but. it's it's pretty rough trying to play against the ambulance champion. <laughs>
2: I'm so glad that they kind of tweaked her and she's strong, but like now she's got a little bit more identity and being a support.
1: Yeah. I'm I never I saw it in one of my games in mid lane. And it sucked. <laughs> so <laughs> I'm chalking that one up to the player just being like, ah, Wonder played it in the top lane and just ran people over. I can do it. And then they got <laughs> butt blasted by someone playing something meta or something they were well-versed in. I don't remember. I wasn't playing yeah. my role, so I, I was out there. But the, uh, the... the That's another thing that you can l- sort of look to do if, you, if you're looking to do a quick climb is... Look at what is meta. Look at what is really strong right this second. What has really high win rates. What has really high pick rates as well. And in order to do that, you're probably going to need to go to like a third party website of some sort like NAOPGG. But that one in particular cannot be trusted because they pull all their data on what's meta from Korea in platinum games and above. So I recommend stuff like League of Graphs, or uh, uh, you can de- or Blitz. yeah Blitz. Yeah. I I love Blitz, and uh, it's what I use for all my runes and stuff, and it is proper good. But yeah, mm-hmm. I'm, I'm looking at. Uh, I just pulled up. Um, what is it? League of Graphs right now, and if you go to their champions tab and just click on the uh the win rate, you can you can adjust the data. So you can set it to where it's silver games or silver and above. And mm-hmm. you can set it to where it's NA only or you can set it to where it's Korea only. You can set it to normal and ranked or only ranked or even A RAM. They have a tab for that as well. There's huh. there's all this stuff that you can do on League of Grass to sort of show you what is really strong for your elo in your region
2: which yeah i mean like that is one of my favorite things is just kind of like i'm at the point where i'm going to probably start programming some like stat stuff that i can start pulling in to help me out but like right now i that's where where like this weekend i realized maybe i should start using these stats for myself because Probably the one thing that I realized, because I ended up playing Clash this weekend, which was the one thing that I finally got to, uh, like, that was, like, the first chance I finally got to play, like, some games again, Um, it really reminded me, like, Felios is so good right now, and, uh, like, ever since he came out, if you paid attention to Korea, which is, like, this is why you want to start looking at these stats. 233% 233% ban rate, I think, because he was getting banned on both teams. And <laughs> I don't get where that extra 33%, but, like, it was the weirdest stat to, like, come out in a while. It was like, wow. Everyone's like, oh, if you know what you're doing, he's powerful. And then, like, Senna was in the top, and so I was like, hey, I can play Senna. I'm gonna start abusing that. They nerfed her. I was like, crap. Well, there goes my easy cheese climb. So I'm, like, paying attention. I'm like, I'm seeing Aphelios hovering. I see, like these top level players like sneaky playing it. Cause so I've like mm-hmm. watch all his like highlights on YouTube and whatnot. Mm-hmm. And I was like, eh, whatever. Watch the C9 game on Sunday. It was like, Hey, I can do that. Uh, Senna thing. That sounds great. I'm going to try that in clash. Didn't end up working as well. First game we won with Senna second game. We lost mainly cause we had, we had some issues in one of our lanes. Uh, I won't say who, but like
0: it was awful.
2: <laughs> We ended up getting destroyed by the top laner. And so I was like, okay, well, I wasn't able to carry. Even though I was getting kills, I was still getting destroyed because she's slow, doesn't have a lot of autos, and I need something that's going to be more consistent. Mm -hmm. So I was like, okay, Belios, really strong, really strong. I'm going to go off of that. Would you? Once I. Oh, no, no, go carry on, carry on. Like, once I did that, that's when everything just started clicking. It was like, holy crap. I forgot how broken he is, and I finally just, like, started nailing his whole. Like, they would crowd around Dragon Pit, and I was like, okay, got the Infernal. That Yasuo was so fed, and then I just could obliterate him because I would hit the Rakan with my Infernal, and it would blast off Yasuo, it would blast off their jungler, it would blast off just all of them, and they'd be at, like, quarter health instantly because I was... Getting kills and I was uh, getting farm. I was out farming their bot lane because it was just destroying. Them. I was like, okay, I can abuse this, and I think that's what I'm going to start doing to climb is start playing the a lot more.
1: Would you like to know a disheartening stat?
2: He's he's he. Let me guess. He's like third on the tier list right now, or f- well, five or six, huh?
1: I, I'm not looking at a tier list. I'm looking at a list of the champions based on win rate. Mm-hmm. And dear sweet baby Jesus, is he in the dumpster? Um, <laughs> this is for silver in silver and up in North America, specific, so it's including all your high elo players as well. Aphilios has a fifty four point seven percent ban rate, so I would not count on getting it every game.
2: Yep. Which I got. I got my backups. Like Caitlin just got buffed. She feels she feels a lot better right now the moment so i'm definitely gonna start using her
1: that's an excellent backup would you like to know his win rate
2: okay are you just doing silver and up yes okay do that and then i want to see master and up or uh do diamond and up but yes give me the silver one all right
1: silver and up out of the games where he's not banned he has a 46.2 percent win rate Okay. He is 141st out of 148.
0: Hmm.
1: You know. You know. <laughs> you know what the 148th champion is? What? A collie. That's oh, an ADC, or just like uh, as a champion.
2: Oh my lord!
1: Riot finally <laughs> did it. They finally lit the dumpster. They threw her in on fire.
2: Hey! I'm I'm content with that. <laughs> She's still annoying, but uh, right. at least you now I can deal with her.
1: Alright, let me find him on the uh, let me see where he's at on the Diamond and Up list. Pull him here. Aphelios. <laughs> Aphelios uh, has a worse ban rate in Diamond and Up. And a worse win rate in Diamond and Up. (laughs) He's got a 58.7% ban rate in Diamond and Up, and he's got a 44% win rate. He spiked really hard right before January 1st, then tanked by the middle of January, and then has just been shit since then, pretty much. I can see that. Uh, But, you know, you got to take into account the fact that, like, he, Aphelios, as a champion, is an exceptionally difficult champion. He has a lot of combo interactions that you may not understand if it's your first game or fifth game or 35th game playing him. There's a lot to read on his abilities, and I know silver players don't know how to read, so, you know... (laughs) like who's going to figure that out right like i make fun of silver players cuz i'm in silver so any disparaging statements i make about that player base is totally implicated in myself uh but like he's a he's a complicated champion you know and seeing that his win rate is so bad like that it's like is it is it that bad Everywhere? Probably not. Let me actually pull it up and see what his win rate across all regions is because now I'm curious. Because,
2: yeah. like, here's the thing that I've realized about him that became very important for me to understand very quickly. And that was the trick with him is either always have, try and get Infernum mm-hmm. or figure out how you can turn around that fight with what you've got. I had gravitum a couple of times. I think my buddy was playing Talon and that's when I was able to get like three man ults with his ult, applied the Gravitum stacks, meaning that now I can switch to Gravitum and I rooted all of them. So then we were able to get like triple kills bot So it was like I'm taking advantage of what I have and playing back but close enough that I can start a fight and get someone else in there to help us end it really quick. So it's like you just gotta figure out what's making it what's going to make the game worthwhile for you
1: right um, looks like across the entire world Silver and Up uh, he has a 47.3 win win rate and a 43.2 ban rate so it looks like North America is banning him way way more than any other region and uh, turns out the other we- regions are winning with him more so you know that's kind of huh. to be expected when you don't ban the champion so much yeah,
2: Um, but it's like what I've noticed is it's like people aren't understanding Aphelios that you need to have Infernum for like every fight. Once uh-huh. you hit the, if as long as the game doesn't go too quick, but it hits that mid game point where you get at least the 50 to 75% crit chance, which found out he's still worthwhile buying the crit chance after you get that second crit item and then just going straight into another agility cloak holy crap okay. is he absolutely scary yeah. to just have inferno doing constant crits on not just one but the entire enemy team so you're just burning everyone's health from an auto so you're not just it doesn't matter who you auto as long as they're grouped up you're hitting everyone you're doing damage to everything
1: yeah that uh that makes sense to go go for that uh, that extra cloak yeah that's a that's a good build actually I think that's probably highly abusable in this in this elo for sure probably a little bit less so the higher up you get where people by and large will understand the champion more but uh (laughs) in terms of adcs you want to know what the highest win rate adc is in north america silver and up yeah uh it's ash wow okay that came out of the blue i'm not gonna lie 52.1 percent the next highest ADC is Misfortune with 51.5. Uh of the top twenty-five champions, there are only two ADCs in that yep. list. So that, I can understand that. That should that stat alone should really, really explicitly inform you that there are two or three ways to play ADC in this meta right now, and it's to play Uh, the sort of supportive, uh, high crowd control Ash, or you play an absolutely busted damage character like Misfortune. That's that's how you got to play ADC and Silver and above if you want a more positive win rate. And please, for the love of all that is good, bear in mind, 52% does not mean you're going to win every game. 52% means you're statistically likely to win a little bit more than half.
2: Your matchup is probably a little bit more towards you, but that doesn't account for counters. It doesn't account for... It accounts for, like, either them winning the lane just because the character is strong Mm -hmm. or because they're counterpicking into someone and it's working.
1: It also doesn't account for the fact that you're probably going to fail flash into the wall at least once during this game. And, like, if you as a player are like not paying attention or you're like phoning in this game you are definitely going to end up in the 49 percent in that game where you're going to take that mm-hmm. champion and get dumpstered and you'll be like but i thought it was meta and it's like yeah it's meta but you're not like <laughs> yeah if if you're not and it it, it I don't want to sound like the way Ninja did in his tweet where he was all butthurt about people like not being super competitive and angry about when they lose and shit because that's just I don't know what he meant by it but it seemed questionable when I read it and like if but if you're not gonna put in a hundred percent effort to your ranked games do not expect to Have a positive win rate. Mm -hmm. Like, if you're going to be lazy, you're going to be double lift. You're going to lose all your fucking games because your team's going to be like, Senna's good. And you're going to be like, no, but whatever. And then you're going to pick it and get shit on. Yeah. That's the double lift syndrome of this split.
2: Yeah, I'm I'm feeling really bad for Team Liquid right now. It's just, it's awful for him because the ADCs aren't strong. The, sure. So you have to find something to abuse, and it's either going to be Aphelios or Senna, and right now Aphelios is getting banned because, as I said, he's strong. Because of that, people are like, oh, well, yes, <laughs> make sure he can't play him. And so then he's stuck on something that he's not good at, and he's not... Willing to learn that as much It doesn't fit him
1: It doesn't and I You know when, when you're as old As Doublelift is in the league like he's one Of the older guys out there I think it's Doublelift and Xmithie Mm-hmm. That are like the the Oldest dudes out there I mean and they're only like Maybe a year older than me Maybe <laughs> I know Smithy is he's a year older than I am But like I'm In silver so obviously they're good but it's like, he, you, he's he been playing in the scene since it began. Like, there's things that he is good at. And that sort of slow farming, watch for the passives type of ADC, it's not really his cup of tea. You know his fucking one trick. It's Lucian. He wants to fight all the time. Aggressive double lift on TSM was the best double lift has looked in years. Mm-hmm. It's just too bad that. TSM doesn't know a good thing when they have it, and they threw him away.
2: Yeah, that I uh, that surprised me. Like he was from CLG, and then TSM was like, "Oh yeah, we'll accept you. You're family now." And then next season, it's like they dump I, they but, dumpstered but the but
1: whole region you're,
0: you're for really? no, you're not.
1: <laughs> they dumpstered the whole region. They beat everybody, and it wasn't even close. Like, Mm -hmm. they were clowning on everyone. Svenskeren was in form, Bjergsen was nuts, Doublelift was doing Doublelift stuff, Biofrost was good as he's ever been, and you had Hauntzer for a little bit, and he was playing way better than he is on Golden Guardians.
0: Mm. But, Mm -hmm. like,
1: uh, anyways, we can talk about the pro scene later, because we've strayed far from the topic of, like, one tricking in meta but like let's dip out of adcs briefly um there's there's some pretty busted things that you can be playing right now and i think this is this is a a league of legends hot take brought to you by the mute all chat podcast uh and and i speak for every one of my co-hosts when i say this hot take uh jungle is the most busted role right now
2: yeah, uh, definitely. I can see that uh, with this patch because they were like, oh, we need more junglers. Oh, we need more things. Let's uh, let's uh, buff the Bummy Cinder. Let's make this bruiser possible in the jungle now. So now we got Darius. We got like, uh, God, what else was it? It's like anyone that had some kind of on-hit passive just got their damage increased on all
1: anything. Talon and all Zed. Things. Yeah. Did you know Zed with his jungle item can three-shot Gromp? Yes. That is stupid. I mean, he'll still explode if you catch him with CC, but that is stupid. Yeah, Uh, he... Oh, God. As soon as they said Zed
2: was buffed, I was just like, I I don't want to see a jungle Zed ever, but it's going to happen.
1: Good news, you you fucking don't because we're in silver and the guys who are like I know, I'm gonna play Jungle Zed is like one or two out of the two million in silver. So I mean, and in gold too. Like, who's gonna who's, who's actually gonna look at their games and be like, I know what'll fit here. Jungle Zed. That'll do me just fine. No that one's is- doing that
2: once in a while there's a game where it's like i kind of would like an assassin in this cop but no one went assassin guess i'll go assassin and it ends up working out somewhat but
1: yeah oh. i mean the you wouldn't know that they buffed all those big bad damage dealers based off of what the win rates are at present time for jungle cuz it's still your super tanks and master E, just like it's always been mm. you've got them yeah. um, in in your top 10 junglers or in just champions you've got trundle shivana ramus master E, and amumu who is the number 1 champion in terms of win rate right now with a 54.2% win rate if you play AP Shivana, I hate you. Get out of my games. <laughs> Holy
2: crap. I don't being the ADC, I don't like it when you can guarantee a hit with a Q and then it literally one-shots me with a single ability. I've had that happen too many times. Shivana's two levels under me hits me with one Q and for whatever reason I'm dead. It makes no sense. But anyways, <laughs>
1: That rant also brought to you by the Mute all Chat Podcast, spoken uh, by Proxy Jack uh, for Colonel Kraken and myself. Rest in peace, Colonel Kraken. Uh, yeah, no, I I don't think I've actually had a Shyvana jungle in any of my ranked games this season. So I don't know that it's all that popular, but yeah, no, AP Shyvana can still pop you like a cherry real fast. Uh, the uh, Yeah, I think the jungle is somewhere that you can certainly exploit right now because you just need to do one thing, and that is pick a tank that has insane late-game survivability, build Bami Cinder, and camp lanes, and then you win the game. Like, even if the lane isn't supposed to win, or they have, like, a a more late-game champions, literally farm till you get Bami Cinder or your jungle item and go the, the tank option and just... Pick a lane and sit in it and just mm-hmm. smash them. Like Sijuani, I forgot to pick Sijuani in those jungle games because I'm a dumbass. And I was like, oh, no, know Echo. <sighs> and like, I'm just stupid. I used to be a Sijuani main. Like a couple seasons ago, I have, played I a Crisp Sijuani. And I completely forgot to pick it. But she has like three forms of crowd control. Five? Five forms of crowd control? Yeah, I think so. She's got the knockup, she... she's got the ulti, she's got the on-hit passive for the stun, and it slows before mm-hmm. it stuns you. Yeah, yeah, that's like four or five crowd controls. So, like, do you want an easy win? Play Amumu or Rammus or Sejuani in the jungle. Which...
2: I forgot about that. That Amumu buff, like, essentially made AP uh, Amumu um, viable, because I've been seeing a lot of Abyssal Mask getting put on him, so he's slightly tanky, but that can also deal a decent amount of damage. Like, Amumu has been being... At least in gold levels, like, low high silver, low gold, it's been
1: like, yeah, Amumu is in like every other game I've been seeing. Yeah, I so. mean, he's got a 1.6% ban rate, so nobody's banning it, but the champion has a 54.2% win rate. Like, statistically, Dang. he is the best champion in League of Legends right now. Followed only by Tarek as God, a support. I'd...
2: And the Tarek is generally because you're doing like a... Um... The Master
1: Yi funnel cup, baby! Yep.
2: It's trying to find that funnel word, but... Oh, <laughs> God. I... One game of that was not fun, and I never want to see it again. That's been like my biggest ban is just Master Yi, Master Yi, Master Yi, because my friend couldn't even farm under turret because he could get just dived repeatedly after he died once to Master Yi.
1: Wow. Yeah, the uh, I I I think I'm I'm buying a little bit into the the Tarek hype train though, because not. Not as a ranked pick just yet because I haven't seen it in ranked, but I played it. That's I played a, right. I played a uh, pardon me, I played an Aram with Kraken a couple, like a week ago. It was the last time I played with him, actually, and uh, before he passed for the second time. Uh, <laughs> I got Rise, and he shuffled around champions about a million times before he finally settled on Tarek, because a long time ago, as a joke, I bought him Armor of the Fifth Age Tarek. <laughs> so he has the single greatest skin in all of League of Legends. And uh, yeah. so he he went ahead and played the Tariq, And I don't think he's played Tariq before. So to hear just the pure joy... At knowing that you can walk up to somebody, stun them, or make somebody else walk up to the enemy and stun them from far away. And then heal, become invincible, make the whole team invincible. Like, he was having a ball as a support main. Granted, it was Aram, so it's nothing like Summoner's Rift and Ranked, but...
0: Mm-hmm.
1: <laughs> I'm pretty sure that based off of his and I's six-year synergy, we could probably abuse a little bit of like a Tariq uh, Senna lane where he farms with the Tariq and I fight with the Senna. Or we were talking about it earlier, actually, because he's got a stupid good Zerith playing uh, a mage with Senna in the bot lane where the mage yeah. farms. Uh yep. I think Xerath and maybe Syndra, just because they're pretty good poke champions. <laughs> Heavens to Betsy, did you fall off a chair? Sorry, I moved my mic. Oh, okay, all right. Well, it sounds like you have rusty hinges from a horror movie on your mic there.
2: Yeah. Get some WD-40 for you.
1: It's it's It'll be great. Uh <laughs> Yeah, I think I think you could probably run a mage with Cenobot, and it would be really good. But you'd have to have a shitload of synergy with that player, and I don't think it's something you should pick in solo queue by yourself.
2: Yeah, definitely. It's you have to have good communication on it, and so only way is like having the little, you know, having having a voice chat with them at least.
1: <clears throat> yeah. Um. Let me see here. I did one tricking because I one trick. Don't change roles if you're going to... I just want to hit on this briefly because I also want to talk about LCS because I have some inflammatory opinions about it. Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, don't change roles unless there are a couple of different circumstances that I'll talk about. Um, if you're playing a role like mid lane or ADC or support or whatever uh and you just have a bad loss streak or something right your games aren't going your way the coin toss is just not being won by you despite your best efforts don't think to yourself well you know what i'll do damn it i'm gonna play jungle i don't know what the champions are i don't know what the patterns for farming are i don't know when i should gank Is it still good to just power farm and gank at five minutes on tanks? Like, is that still a thing we should be doing? No, that's not a thing you should be doing. But you don't know that because you've never played jungle this patch or for the last six patches, right? So Mm -hmm. there are a couple circumstances where you should uh, switch roles. And one of those is when you queue, you pick two roles. So naturally, what you should do is pick the role you want to play and the role you think you can win with, even if you don't get your main role. For me, that's mid-jungle right now. For all of last season and the first month of this season, it was mid-ADC. But I don't know what the fuck to play in ADC, and my misfortune is bad, so I do not want to get put on ADC anymore. So now, uh, just get auto-filled there because the system's bad. But if you're tilting, like, you, it's early in your day, you're still wanting to play more League, but you're just tilted out of your mind off of this stupid jungler that camped your lane and got you all fucked up, switch to your off-roll for, like, two games.
2: Yeah, I can, I can attest to that one, definitely. That's a... Really good suggestion, because then you're mixing it up, you're trying something different, you can try Mm. champions that are fun, Mm. champions that you haven't played, and like even then, try it maybe in just normal and get that blood flowing through your games so you can like understand a different role and be like, okay, maybe this is why my jungler's not ganking as much because they need to farm more or that kind of stuff.
1: Yeah, I think it's... uh, Personally, I think it's pretty critical to have a good understanding of the roles that will impact your main role. And if you're big brain, you'll know that League of Legends is a five-man team, and every role affects the other roles. (laughs) But if you're not big brain, and you're like, well, the only role that affects bot lane is support and maybe jungle. Well then, dude, if you're the ADC, queue for support for 10 games straight in normals and understand how fucking stupid all the ADC players are (laughs) and how fucking bad all the support players are Like I am one I I played support for a full season and let me tell you, I had some questionable ADCs and then I played (laughs) ADC and I was like, man, my supports are all stupid and so having this echo chamber of ideas of what you think are going to be really good for your role is really, really bad, and it's going to inhibit your play if you're not willing to understand the other roles that affect you. Like, as a mid laner, I need to understand jungle. Because let me tell you something that is a consistent pattern in my mid lane games. If I pick a Nivea, my jungler will not gank me most of the time. It's probably like a 75% chance that my jungler will not gank me until I have at least one solo kill or I have been donated a blue buff. There, there is just no chance. So I understand that that's what's happening on a champion-to-champion champion basis, but I also understand mid lane is a very pivotal role, and every time I pick Anivia, I know the enemy jungler is going to show up in my lane between three minutes and six minutes, probably twice. And if I can avoid both of those ganks... I'm going to win the game. If I can't Mm -hmm. avoid both of those ganks, I'm going to have to work really hard to win the game. So, like, I understand the complexities of the mid-jungle relationship, but I'm not super familiar with the mid-top relationship because they're two solo lanes that rarely, you know, are in the same place at the same time until team fights. So, what is there really to understand there? You know what I'm saying?
2: Yeah, I get where you're going, because, like, you don't play the role, so you don't understand, like, maybe... Like, I had a singe. He teleported all over the map to help us out with dragons. That was, like, he did what the top lane is supposed to do. But you probably don't see that as much because you're the mid laner. You will be the one to roam more often than not.
1: Yeah, I, that's, a, that's a big fact, at least in my games where I'm the only consistent thing. Mm-hmm. Which is the last thing I'll harp on before we switch over to LCS. Understand, as what whatever player, whatever rank, this goes all the way up to challenger, all the way up to rank one. 100% of the time, the only consistent thing in your game is you. Now, that can be really good for you because you can micro-learn all the bad things you're doing, all the good things you're doing, and you can weed out all your bad tendencies, hone in all your good tendencies, stuff like that. But it can also be really bad if you're the type of player who gets out of a loss and is like, jungle diff. ADC diff, you know? (laughs) If you're out here blaming the other roles, dude, if you do that after every single game, here's a hint, you suck. You are probably a bad person. Nah, well, probably not a bad person. That's inflammatory. That's too much. But like What
2: you know, you're probably not understanding why you hurt their role in
1: the long run. Yes. Thank you for farming the idea for my brain when I couldn't figure it out. <laughs> I, no I, I got so lost in how heated I get cuz I I have a lot of those games where it's not me coming out of the game saying jungle diff or anything because I usually just mute I usually just mute everyone at the beginning of the game and I miss all the pings and people get heated at me but I know how I can best play my role so mm-hmm. if if it goes erroneously bad and I'm the cause you can be sure I already know about it you don't need to tell me in the group chat after the game <laughs> but anyways it's enough about me and all my problems Let's talk LCS. Is it is it is it like cloudy
2: today for you cuz I see a C10 Audi right here um with a 100 on that cloud 9. Boo.
0: Holy crap, am I feeling great. Your joke <laughs> is
1: was... bad but your team is good. <laughs>
0: yeah, you're... that's the only thing I got going Boy, for me. Boy,
1: you're uh let me tell you this. Uh, I said it early in our podcast history, early in the split. I don't think C9 is 10 or uh, whatever and O with Sneaky on the team. And uh, I'm going to hold to that now. I think they're 10 and 0, and if Sneaky's on the team, I don't think they're 10 and 0. Uh,
2: I, I can see it, and I'm. it, it makes me sad because I love Sneaky as a player. And watching him in Rift Rivals, like it's like I can see that he knows what he's talking about. He was making the plays as best as he could. He was being the shot caller. But I don't think, as you said, like it would have fit anywhere in LCS right now. Yeah, um, don't get I'm me wrong.
1: About it. I, think, I think Sneaky as a player is good enough to come back in, into an LCS as a starting ADC. Frankly, he could probably replace a couple of the ADCs that are out here in LCS right now. But no one was willing to buy him out, so... I don't think this is the last mm-hmm. we've ever seen him sneaking in pro play. Uh, he's obviously got the talent, and I don't think he had the drive last year, but I think he's got it now now that like reality has kind of hit him that like, hey, teams aren't willing to pay my premium, and uh c nine doesn't think I can be better than Zven, so Obviously I've got something that I need to change about myself and he mentioned it even before the split ever started. Like he doesn't want to fight for a starting roster because he knows he's that good. And he is that good. Mm -hmm. But Mm -hmm. I think after really, you know, not getting the spot over his ven, I think, you know, he probably understands that like probably gotta fight for your fight for your right to party here a little bit. (laughs) In the meantime, uh, standings are looking pretty saucy right now with, as you've heard, Cloud9 rocking a 10-0. and 0. Hmm. Flyquest, FlyQuest planting trees yeah. all over the place, stomping everybody's faces off. 7-3. and three. TSM yeah. playing the coin toss game week to week. They're rocking 6-4 and four for sole possession of third place. Then we get Sticky. Immortals and Dignitas tied for fourth <laughs> Five and five.
2: And then, holy crap, four-way tie for sixth place, Evil Geniuses, Team Liquid, Golden Guardians, Hundred Thieves, four and six, and then... Oh. They have fallen from grace. Oh. Counter Logic Gaming, one and nine. Oh,
1: what is... Oh, what are they doing? I'll tell you what they are doing. They're acing Cloud9, but still losing to them. <laughs> Yeah they, they did kill our boy Sven But the KDA dream died When Evil Geniuses threw everything in the kitchen sink To kill him They threw their game yep. away just to kill Sven After they knew it wasn't winnable So you know what Props to Evil Geniuses for that And then props to, <laughs> to Counter Logic Gaming for salvaging uh, What effectively was a very thrown fight From Cloud9 I don't know if you watched it mm-hmm. uh, Blabber did the greatest thing of all time the most impressive play I've ever seen out of a North American jungler. And then Licorice was like, Nope. And then the fight was over and they all died. <laughs> I th- I, the
2: one I was thinking of was just the rumble that killed, uh, Sven that everyone was so mad about. Cause he just flashed and just burned him on that MF. But no,
1: I didn't see that one. I didn't oh, s- man. catch that fight. Blabber blabber. It's like, I think they're in CLG's base, and Blabber gets a gorgeous insect onto Stixay. Blabber's playing Lee Sin. He goes all, he goes, I think he like ward hop ult flashes to knock Stixay straight back into the Cloud Nine team. And Licorice is playing set and instant ults Stixay right back to where he was before the insect. So now oh Stixay is out of harm's way, Licorice is in harm's way, and <laughs> now also so is Blabber, and they get aced in a fight.
2: <laughs> oh my lord! They
1: still won the game, obviously, but it was like, Licorice, what are you doing? No! Oh my gosh! Uh, it was it was special, but that was that was a Cloud Nine. They let me let me look at the schedule here who did they beat they beat c l g uh, and then they beat mortals uh... yeah I was just waiting for that
2: c l g game to just out of the blue CG, CLG throws c nine and first loss like i was like the watch this just be the headline like out of the blue but of course yep. no that would c l g never showed up
1: that would be counter logic but they they out counter logic to themselves and oh Big news about CLG. Pobelter's on the roster. Surprise, surprise. Yep. They stole him from a Team Liquid coaching position, and now he's their mid laner. They threw Crown away, which, (laughs) frankly, I think is a massive mistake. But, hey, if you think he's the problem when you're 1-9, yeah, the world champion, he's the problem.
2: (laughs) The world may never know.
1: The... Dude, there are so many world champion players in NA right now, and they're all terrible. <laughs> the best yeah. one is Bang, and he's in sixth place with 100 Thieves. I,
2: I don't... like. It's just like the teams that we didn't think we were going to do very well are actually doing pretty decently, and then it's like Team Liquid, who we thought were, was going to be on top and stay on top. They're near the bottom. They're trash! So, Oh god. Like Hunter Thieves, they're 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 feel it looks like they're like getting there, but they're still a ways away. Golden Guardians, they're still trying to find their footing, but it's like holy crap. Like Dignitas, um, FlyQuest, like those two are near the top, and I was not expecting that.
1: I think everyone was expecting FlyQuest to do the standard FlyQuest thing, which is to start like with a 4-0 and, and then immediately fall off the face of the earth. But hmm. no, man, they're hanging tough. And I, who the, Who's the FlyQuest support? Is it Keith? Uh, no, it's not Keith. He's in Golden Guardians. I'm pulling it up. Uh, it's either Ignar or JJ. It's Ignar. JJ is not starting. Uh, So I was listening to some of the podcasts where they're talking about Ignar. Ignar is the perfect support for Wild Turtle. And I know we say that about every support that Wild Turtle comes in contact with, but Ignar is aggressive. He's insanely good. He spent time in Europe and Korea, and he's done stupid good stuff in both those regions. And now he's on FlyQuest, and he is right there in the mix with Wild Turtle. They're doing well. PoE is playing like a madman. He got player of the week this week, by the way. hmm Um, who's FlyQuest? Top? Viper, right? Yeah. Yeah, Viper is on FlyQuest. He is a stupid good top lane. <laughs> and Santorin is playing like his TSM days where he was super aggro and very good until they turned him into a ward bot as they are prone to do over there. Um... <laughs> Man, uh, I heard this on, I think, the JLXP podcast. Uh, it was like a little fun fact. Um, the only team in North America that doesn't have an NALCS champion on their roster or on their starting roster is Cloud9.
2: Huh. Interesting.
1: Every single other team has uh NA champ on it. Most of which came from TSM's championships. uh, And a couple from like CLG and Liquid. Liquid, obviously, their roster is one by themselves. Uh, TSM, Bjergsen, and... uh, Fuck, who else? No, I think, yeah, just Bjergsen. Um, FlyQuest has Centaurin from TSM and Turtle from TSM. Uh, Immortals has Xmithie. Evil Geniuses has Svenskeren from TSM. Golden Guardians has Haunter from TSM. Like, every single roster has a champion player on it. Except Cloud9. And they're stomping everybody. And it's not even close either, which is just a shame.
2: Yeah, I, I, it's, I just... I don't know. All I know is I'm just happy my team's doing well for once, finally. like <laughs> I, just took long. I loved them from the start. Like, I I remember watching like E.U. It was like, wow, this is a thing. And I remember seeing Golden Glue. I remember Froggen. I remember I I just was like, oh, I got free RP from Riot. I'm going to buy this SK Gaming one because I saw them once and they look like a team. And so I bought their uh, thing back in the day and was like, cool, I have an icon. And then I found out NA was a thing and was like, oh my gosh, my friend pointed out Sneaky and was like, I like that guy, he's cool. And ever since then i've been cloud nine cloud nine hi Lemonation. balls deep in the jungle meteos
0: oh.
2: <laughs> loved all these guys and then all of a sudden everything just started changing i was like okay this might be okay just kind of went with it and now it's just like where the heck did they go like their entire team left and now they're just up there i'm like so happy and so like confused at the same time it's so weird
1: yeah, it's I, I expect to have the same reaction when Bjergsen eventually decides he's tired of playing and he's going to be a coach for TSM and then they're going to win six champions straight. Mm-hmm. Oh, it's, my God. would be nice. Yeah, well, let's talk about this uh, this upcoming week in LCS, do a quick prediction run, and then we'll talk about Europe for a couple minutes and we'll be done with the day. Um, we're looking at... Saturday, we've got FlyQuest C9 to start. That'll be a banger. That's first and second place going head-to-head. We'll see how that turns out.
2: I I almost want to say, like, (laughs) I kind of want to throw it out there that maybe FlyQuest. Just maybe.
1: I think if if Licorice plays how he did in the CLG game and Viper gets Riven, FlyQuest takes the game. But those are the win conditions for FlyQuest. Mm -hmm. I think outside of that, Cloud9 has been outplaying them across the board in every other regard. But, yeah, if Licorice is just not feeling himself and Viper gets a hold of Riven and can just blow Licorice's lane up and there's nothing Blabber can do to salvage it, you know, Viper Mm -hmm. can just put all the fly quests on his back and run them across the finish line. But also, you've got to imagine, you know, Power of Evil's playing out of his damn mind too, so that'll be a matchup against Jensen. Uh, then we've got the, uh, Oh oh God, A, a matchup I'm actually nervous about, but I have no business being nervous about, uh, TSM versus Team Liquid. Um, I think if TSM drafts like they did not this past week, but the week before, uh, Team Liquid will steamroll them. And I think if they draft like they did this past weekend, uh, TSM will steamroll Team Liquid. So... It's uh, That's that's a coin toss for me. I'm a little nervous because I don't know what the fuck they were doing with the Renekton for Bjergsen and the Akali for Broken Blade. I know he can play it, but I questioned it when it happened and then they got blown the hell up. Granted, it was yeah. man, so what are you going to do? <laughs> I don't know. Good. I mean, at least
2: like for now... This split doesn't matter It kind of sucks that it doesn't matter Because now my team's doing well But it's going to all be interesting Dude, um,
1: It matters even less Since they announced that MSI is going to get delayed Well yeah like, That, that, that if, sucks If they cancel MSI Which is something I am concerned about Given the coronavirus and everything that's going on uh, China still hasn't played any games And that is like The biggest region in the world if uh, if they cancel MSI, I think Riot needs to scramble a advanced Riff Rivals where we do two weeks where it's just NAEU in Los Angeles. Um and then the first week doesn't count because EU will be like, Man, we're jet lagged and then the second week counts. I think that's mm. what they should do. I think that, that would be that would be cool. Do like just a big two week tournament. Of just those two regions, and then Korea can, like, I don't know, play against their Bronx players. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> That'd Korea, be interesting. Korea's games look so weird, man. I, I don't know what to make of them. But anyways, we're we're still on Saturday. We got Golden Gardens Immortals. Uh, care to make a guess on that game?
2: <laughs> Gonna have to go Immortals. I I think that they're in a decent spot, at least for maybe the next split. When everything changes for the mid-season.
1: Yeah. I think uh, I'm going to side with you on that. I know Golden Guardians has Closer, and Closer is, like, stupid good. Uh, But Immortals has Xmithie and Soaz. And that is just a real, real good pair of guys with really smart heads on their shoulders. I think they'll, uh, they'll... I don't know if they'll outplay Golden Guardians but they'll definitely out League of Legends Golden Guardians. Mhm. Uh 100 Thieves Evil Geniuses EG. F- really?
2: Um okay. I want to stick with EG. I kind of want to see EG to come out swinging cuz I I I do I just enjoy the name. <laughs> right.
1: Honestly. I, I I I dig it. I dig it. Uh I, I'm gonna I'm gonna differ. I'm gonna say 100 Thieves. I think 100 Thieves can probably pull this one out. And if not, oh well. They're not my team. (laughs) Uh, Sunday, starting 100 Thieves Team Liquid. I think Team Liquid is kind of getting back on their feet slowly. Like,
2: real slow. Like, they got a walker right now. Mm -hmm. Um, So, thinking uh, Team Liquid's going to at least pop back in there.
1: Could be. I think that game is actually... Very dependent on the player's mental state after Saturday's games because 100 Thieves is playing a team that's like technically below them in the standings, and TSM is playing Team Liquid. So, TSM is going to be out for blood to even up the, the <laughs> record between the two teams. And 100 Thieves probably thinks they're better than EG. So, if EG beats 100 Thieves and TSM beats Liquid. You're going to have both 100 Thieves and Liquid coming off of losses. Mm. And that could just spiral double lift out of control and make Broxa mm-hmm. play lazy. Because who gives a fuck, right? But I don't know. I think if Broxa is online, Liquid absolutely should take it. Because I think Broxa is better than Medios. But I think Medios is really good. So we'll see. No. Yeah. And now we got Dignitas and FlyQuest. Probably going to be
2: FlyQuest. We we both see their second place. Mm-hmm.
1: Unless Hooney does some crazy good shit, it's going to be... I think that's going to be a FlyQuest vote for me. We got t- <laughs> CLG versus TSM, the big rivalry. The age-old rivalry where TSM will once again knock CLG all the way over. Uh, There's going to be an upset this year. They
2: were doing (laughs) 1-9 and the whole time just to be like, we're going to show TSM up. We're going to be like, we played our cards close. Here they are. And it was a straight flush.
1: I don't know, man. I don't know. It would be super counter logic for them to beat TSM finally in their absolute (laughs) dumpster fire of a split. So I would be uh, wary of it, but mm, I think TSM's probably uh, got that one. TSM definitely, <laughs> yeah. Uh, Evil Geniuses, Golden Guardians. I'm gonna give that one to Evil Geniuses. We're
2: gonna go out and uh, let and do the same thing. Uh, let's see, and then Monday night, Monday, Monday, Monday. Bud what? Bud Bud Light? Bud Light night. Yep, Bud Light. Immortals versus CLG.
1: That's have we
2: have we harped on CLG enough tonight?
1: I mean. We can always call them shit once more, but do we really need to? Do you really want to yeah. kick the man when they're down?
2: You're really just going to be proving Immortals' point. They're Immortals. <laughs> with losses.
1: <laughs>
2: and deaths. But, anyways.
1: <laughs> you fucking hurt me with that one. Oh, immortals, yeah, I think they'll win that one. And then C9 Dig to round oh. out the week. Could be cloud a spicy 12 game, and 0. but Cloud 12-0. Cloud 12-0, come what, on, boys. What even are we gonna do if C9 goes 18-0? Are we gonna be like, well, if they fucking suck internationally, I guess it's cool that they dominated nationally.
2: Oh god, if if they oh I just I I need I need another C9 victory because I I am so sad that I never get to see C9 win worlds my friend pointed out. Yeah, they've won Worlds and was like, oh, I started watching the year after.
1: They also won so, Worlds when it was like two regions big.
2: Yeah, We didn't even uh, have which, Korea. I'm just, I need them to go. I need them to be the C9 that they always have been. To go to Worlds, but this time I want them to destroy everything. And hopefully, this is a good sign that they're on the right way.
1: On yeah. the right path. I mean, NA probably had their worst showing of all time at this last worlds. Mm-hmm. And so whereas EU had like literally their best, um I think personally as like a final thought cuz we're we're way over time. Um <laughs> I want to see Cloud9 lose one game. Just one though. Because
2: on themselves,
1: <laughs> well,
2: Like come back down to earth
1: Yeah Because From what From like what little I know Cloud9 is dumpstering everyone on stage Obviously And Cloud9 is dumpstering everyone in scrims So This is a fantastic roster Yes But they've never been in a situation From what I know where they're playing the game at a gold deficit outside of the first six minutes of the TSM game where Beard got a double kill and they had a little bit of momentum early and then Cloud9 just outplayed them. Like, mm. this team only plays with a gold advantage. What's going to happen if they go international And they play a game against G2, and it's 15 minutes, and they've got a 5K deficit. Like, that would be outlandish, first of all, to have a 5K deficit at 15 minutes, but C9's been doing it to all these other teams, so is it really that crazy? And Hmm. G2 is, you know, rampaging their way through Europe. They had one off week where they played some stupid shit, and then they played some stupid shit again and lost both times, but, like, G2, Misfits, I think those teams could take a game off of C9, so what I want to see is I want to see a North American team take a game off of C9, and I don't want it to be close.
0: Mm. I want to see...
1: Maybe not this week, because... Well, okay, it would be cool if FlyQuest just absolutely blasts C9, because that means we have a really really like concrete top two, three teams, but it would be cool next week to see TSM beat C9. You know, I want to see one of the better. I don't want to see this CLG pulls the upset out on C9. I don't want to see Dignitas pull it out or hundred days or golden guardians. I want to see one of the top four teams beat C9 in a close early game, but a landslide victory. And, then c9 wins the championship and c9 goes international and loses games but wins matches
2: yeah and you know i think that brings up like a thing that like this this just kind of popped in my mind now that Zven doesn't have that record to push for at least this split right now Mm -hmm. now they might just start playing a little more sloppy because Like, well I don't have to sit back as much like now my mind isn't like I need this record I need to go for this record I'm almost there now he might just be like okay the record's not there his focus is gonna be off on hey let's win this game and not on sit back and get kills so I like that might be just that one little thing that might start turning things around for him because no record to chase you might just not. You might play just slightly bit different.
1: Yeah, I think if the uh, if the pressure is off of you to uh, you know not die, even if it's just for the memes, like you as a professional can probably have a mindset to where it's like, well, if I die, oh well. Mm-hmm. You know, but you know, as a brand, obviously they don't want Zen to die, <laughs> so if you can remove <laughs> that little uh. That little pressure, which now he's still got the best KDA across like all the major regions. Except China, because no one's died in China yet. Well, well, yeah, no one's died in China yet. (laughs) Uh, If they ever play, we'll see. But uh, yeah, he's got like a 37 KDA, which is stupid good. And the next highest in North America is like an 8. So. Mm we shall see what this week shall bring we'll be back next week with what I hope to be a full ass team recording the podcast and I hope we're gonna start with we might just work the map top down for our uh, our five episode series do like a, a top lane episode then jungle then mid who knows we'll see we'll see how we're feeling on the day and be on the lookout for live from the rift in the meantime mm-hmm. any final thoughts proxy
2: I need to hit gold one here soon. I'm two, two, two hundred points away. I believe in you. Let, let's 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 come on, Cloud Nine. Get that Cloud Twelve. And I need to get moving.
1: Yeah, yeah, man. You gotta stop stop worrying about this whole wedding thing and just like play your games. Who cares about work? Just win your games. <laughs>
2: Oh, yeah, guys, I can't come in today. I, I have the, the non-plat sickness.
1: Who cares about, Who cares about you know, you know who cares about your schoolwork?
2: Yeah, like, it, who cares? It's not like a, a, I'm getting a free education at the moment. Like,
0: uh,
2: as long as I pass.
0: <laughs>
1: yeah, none of that stuff's important. Yeah. League is what's important. And yeah. in the meantime, I need to stop playing Rainbow Six with my asshole friends and start playing League. So, on that glorious note, ah, click the wrong button. On that glorious note, <laughs> we will bid thee good night and farewell. We'll see you next week. Goodbye. Goodbye. That's got a